This is the Parenting for Faith podcast from the Bible Reading Fellowship. Visit parentingforfaith.org for free online videos and resources and an eight-session course all about Parenting for Faith. You can also sign up for news, subscribe to this podcast, and find out about events and training in your area. Hello! Welcome to Bedtime Drinks with Rachel. I'm at the bottom of my drink. I'm iced teaing today. I know. My husband considers it an abomination. But I've lived I've lived in the UK for 19 years now. And there's lots of things that I've adapted and loved. And I love tea. But sometimes you just need a refreshing iced tea. So I know you can all judge me. Right. Uh, welcome. This is Bedtime Drinks with Rachel. We are talking about making up your mind about Halloween as if parenting teenagers wasn't complicated enough. <laughs> oh, welcome. It's always a joy to see you. You are uh, among my favorite parents. Uh, I'm right now running a Parenting for Faith course with a teens focus. So we have we have several hundred parents all together uh, going through the Parenting for Faith course, and we're only talking about how it applies it to its teens, and it really is a delight to spend time uh, with parents of teenagers. So I just want to say I, I, I see you, and I just, as always, want to remind you, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Your job is important to your children. Your role is valuable in their lives. It does matter what you say and think to them. You've got this. Right. So how does that apply to Halloween? Well, I know maybe it went weird saying making up your mind about Halloween when you have a teenager, because some of you may think, well, I've made up my mind ages ago. But um, as with all parenting, it adapts and changes. And so I thought we'd just create space to talk about this. We can talk about anything you want. So if you have questions, comments, concerns, ponderings, things that are bugging you about anything having to do with fear, worry, Halloween, evil, like whatever you want. This is a catch-all to talk about anything. Uh, please feel free to do that. I will share a little bit of thoughts. I will pray for you because I love it. And then uh, I'll answer um, questions until we're all done. So feel free to type them in now to make sure you get them in fast. Um, if we run out of time, well, we don't have anything backing up against this, so I'll just keep answering till we're done. Uh, so. I guess these are my thoughts. When it comes to making up your mind about Halloween, particularly in parenting teens, it can it's a different season of parenting, and you, and you know it's a different season of parenting. Um, but the first thing that I would suggest is, if you haven't already, to take the time to proactively decide what you think. Sometimes we just sort of float through it you know it sort of comes and then with you know one kid it wasn't a problem it wasn't a question mark and then the second kid like has thing but you know we sort of can sometimes manage to never have actually thought about it and uh when i when i look in scripture trying to decide what you think about halloween is, is quite an important thing not because it's all about halloween but because because it is part of the journey of figuring out who we are as Christians and who we are as a family and helping our kids go on that journey too. And so they are going to face an enormous amount of decisions in their life of having to decide who am I in this space? How does it impact me? What is my faith? 
how does my faith inform my decisions? All of that stuff. And this Halloween thing is an amazing opportunity to coach our kids through how we learn how to be in the world and not of the world and what that looks like. And so this is a great opportunity. So the first thing is that if you haven't figured out your whys and hows of your approach to Halloween, whether you are on the side of Halloween is completely evil and to engage with anything having to do with it would be wrong to the people who say we are called to be in it, redeeming it, um, out there on the streets, engaging uh, with people while it's happening, being in the midst of it, or anywhere in between, um, however you are on it, really taking a step back and talking through with yourself, with God, with your partner, with your friends, to say, okay, I, I know what I've decided, or maybe you don't know what you've decided, but to say, I, I need to know why I believe what I believe and why I think what I think. Because if you have a teenager, you're going to have to talk about it and they're going to want answers. And if you haven't figured out those answers, you're going to feel really powerless or really um, that you don't have ground to stand on. And so it's really important, particularly with teenagers, that you go, no, actually, this is what I think because of these reasons. And I feel peaceful about that because of these things. When I look in scripture in Romans 14, they were these uh, disputable matters, these these things that that different Christians disagreed on, and Paul was encouraging them that actually you're the one who's going to stand before God, and you are accountable to God for your decisions and your thoughts about these topics, and so you have to find a place of peace in that and be accountable to God for that, and I think that's permission for us to say, I get what you church leader think, and I get what you friends think, but me and God just need to sit in a room with a bit of a Bible and some prayer and some thought and and think through what is right for me and my family. Because once you do that, that opens up how you're going to engage with Halloween and help your kid figure out all of the myriad of things that are going to come up in their life that they have to go, what do I think about this? Um, so I would suggest that when you initiate conversation with your child about it. It could be that something will pop up, a Halloween party. It could be how the movies they're watching, the television they're engaging with, whatever it is. There's going to be a conversation to pop up. And um, you may want to ask questions about it. Sometimes asking open-ended questions can be really good to get their view. But at some point, I would suggest you feel able to say, this is what I feel about it, and this is why. And I'd love for you to listen to my whys, because you may disagree with my whys. And I'd love to have that conversation because I want to hear what you think. So this is how I got there. And then explain it and be able to say, whether it's your personal experience, whether it's what people have told you, whether it's what you see in scripture, what you feel God has said, however it is to say, this is, this is how I got here. And for me, this is how it impacts my choices and the impact of when I go against what I feel is right. This is how it impacts me in terms of shame or in terms of my connection with God. Um, the impact is quite important. Sometimes it's just how I make a decision. But for teenagers, they also need to be able to see how once you've made a decision for yourself, when you violate those decisions, how it impacts you, or when you don't decide and you just get carried along, how that feels. Because what is happening to teenagers is they're looking at themselves and trying to name their experiences. And as teenagers, they're going to choose things that they then feel ashamed by because they've crossed a line that they internally didn't know they had, or the Spirit's going to convict them, or they're going to go, I don't know what to do about this, and they're guessing. And when we can say, you know, sometimes I know I've crossed the line when it's just playing in my head and I find myself justifying it to myself. <laughs> 
that's what I know. I probably shouldn't have chosen that. Uh, and some kids have never heard that before. And so to have a conversation about saying, this is how I feel and what do you think about my whys? Do you agree with my whys? Do you think that some of my whys are unfounded? You know, let's talk about it. And to say, you know, that there are Christians out there who do disagree on this topic and why they disagree on this topic and why you've chosen what you've chosen and and how that impacts you when you cross it when you're not sure you crossed it when you're looking at a situation and you have this conversation a big thing is to listen to how they make decisions when they say I don't think I agree with you because of this this and this you are getting a gift if a child is disagreeing with you if a teenager is disagreeing with you you are getting the gift of seeing into their mind it's fantastic so sometimes we feel like oh no now we're in a conflict it's not a conflict it's a child being willing to explain their thought process to you that's really good so put in your mind I want to understand my kid as much as possible ask follow-up questions they can say I disagree with this because it's just it's just a party and it doesn't affect me it doesn't mean that I do anything well, that's really interesting tell tell me more about what parties you would choose to go to or not go to to help monitor like how you're feeling before God because I know I don't know that I'd love to hear from you like tell me about how you choose parties or who you choose to be around um, because that's an important thing and I didn't realize that you had thought through that that's fantastic and so you know to, to listen and to to glean and for them to say well I'm not sure but I just know why and you go okay because well, how parties affect you is quite important to me and um, how can you make how do you make sure that those things don't affect you because um, it does affect me and I, I'd love to hear your wisdom on it um, teach me about that and to to just have a conversation to be able to talk back and forth can be so significant to listen to them to to let them talk um, I also just want to remind you that as teenagers they're going to be making mistakes because they're learning to own their own choices and there will be choices that you as a parent will feel like I don't really care that you're growing there are some things that are just who we are as a family and what we'll do and only you can decide those things other families feel like this is a chance for them to be trying stuff out and there's a power in debriefing those experiences whether they're mistakes whether they're disobedience whether they're exploring for themselves but um experiencing those processes often we do the, the beginning bit but doing the after bit the how was that and how do you feel about it and how is that impacting you and and letting them say I think I probably shouldn't have decided that or I've changed my mind or those things and to not go for I told you so but to go for that's really interesting and um, thanks for sharing that with me and I'm sure you'll make the right decision and all of that stuff that affirms their in-betweenness um, there will be times where they will go I know I think I really can go in this haunted mansion and you're like, all right, let's see how that works out. And you let them have it, and then they come out, and <laughs> that was a bad decision. And now you're discipling how to reflect on bad decisions, how to get images out of your head, all sorts of stuff that you are now dealing with because that has placed fear inside of you. Sometimes we try to engage with things that we think will be fun because we think fear isn't real, and now it's placed fear inside of you. And now you're dealing with this root of fear that you're going to have to battle with. That's a whole discipleship journey to walk with them on. And so... There are so much that we can do, or they also find themselves remarkably unaffected in your talk about the peace of God and the confidence that you have that those things aren't real and fearful, where other people are living in a world of powerlessness. There's so much, so much in there. Um, 
the good thing is that we are positioned for journeying alongside our young people in this decision. But if you feel like you haven't thought through it enough for you to feel confident in your whys and hows and choices, then then it gives them nothing to bat against or to conversate about. Conversate? Converse. Converse about. Uh, or to um, explore together. And so it's quite a gift, actually, to, to ponder about that. And if you want to, if you're that kind of parent and that kind of family, you can feel free to say, I don't think I've made up my mind about this yet. Can you help me make up my mind about this? And let's have a conversation about that. So um, inviting them into that space can be really good as well. But this is a great opportunity. It's not just about Halloween. It's about how you engage with the world and sex and what the world's messages are and all sorts. There are so many things in, in the world that has an opinion that the world celebrates that we have to decide how we're going to engage with. And it's a really interesting journey for us to be able to do that alongside them. Um, right. Uh, that's all I wanted to say to just encourage you. I'm going to pray now. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, ponderings, heresy flags, things that you want me to talk more about, type them in and, uh, and I'll talk about it. And if not, I hope that has helped you think. So I'm going to pray and then I'll look and see if there's anything uh, that we want to talk more about. If not, I love you. And next time we are going to be talking about how to help your kids have healthy friendships. That will be next topic. Uh, but for now, let's pray and uh, talk more about this. God, I thank you that you have placed us in significance in our teenagers' lives. And God, their lives can be so complex with so much of the world swirling around them. And uh, God, most of all, I pray that you would bring clarity in our hearts and minds about what we think, about um, where we feel peaceful and why we feel peaceful about it, that we may be able to um, step into these conversations with confidence. Uh, I pray that you would really increase um, our favor with our young people, that they will open up and talk to us about these things, that we may draw them into conversation, that we may encourage them and support them and uh, help them on their journey of becoming an adult who has to, to bring faith into this, this moment of decisions, uh, that we may be positioned to walk alongside and encourage them well. I pray that you give these parents wisdom and creativity, that they may um, engage with this and really set their children up to um, have a framework for decision-making in the future. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, right. Well, I don't see anything that has popped up, which is perfectly okay. Uh, you are I'm looking. I don't see anyone from my team either, which means I probably haven't missed anything. Well, in that case, next time we are going to talk about how to help your kids build healthy friendships. So we're going to have a lot to talk about. We have had a previous topic on here talking about how to deal with friendship drama. This is going to be sort of the other side of it, which is how to help frame them to set up and build healthy friendships for themselves. So uh, in the meantime, we will see you next month. Thank you for downloading the Parenting for Faith podcast. A new episode will be released next week. And why not look at parentingforfaith.org to watch the free eight-session course, to get in touch, or to find out about training and events near you.